2: Know that you were a wordsmith.
1: <laughs> Call Jiggy right now. 267 22 Jiggy.
2: Hey, Jiggy, what's happening, man? You want to be <laughs> that uh, David Bowie song. Jiggy Blake Guitar. It's a great name. Thanks so much for having me on the show. Presenting? I- I'm Mike Massey, and uh, you know you can catch me on Jiggy Jag TV and uh, see a few of my drink shots there. Thank you very much.
3: Jiggy Jaguar. I never knew what freedom was until I saw you
2: lose yours. Well, well, well. Well, well, well is correct. We are going to go to Doug Hall here in just a few moments, here in our big program. Welcome to it. We are uh, coast to coast and border to border on TuneIn, iTunes, and Radio Loyalty. The Friday edition of our big program kicks off, and uh, we've got Doug Hall on the telephone. How are you, sir? I'm great.
3: I'm great.
2: Welcome to the program. I appreciate you making time for us today. We have got uh, Doug Hall with us today. He joins us live. And uh, if you would like to uh, join us live, check out our website, com. Each and every day, we bring you the big broadcast. Now, um, Doug, give us a little bit on your background, first of all, my friend. Um, well,
3: I, I started as a uh,
2: chemical engineer of all things. Wow. (laughs) That's awesome. That's awesome. How did you you get into the world of uh, of chemical engineering? Well, it was just one of those
3: things that just, you know, I started out with chemical engineering, and then I quickly figured out that I didn't. Chemical engineering was not going to be my future. Um, But I loved the science, and I loved the fact that I could um, use that science combined with my love of business to invent things thinking not only about sort of the marketing but also thinking about the product dimension to it. And so this opened me up to a whole new way of thinking. And I when I as an engineer I had learned about system thinking which is what was used in factories to build quality. And so I thought, "Huh, I wonder if I could use that to do innovation. Basically turn innovation into a system not an art
2: fantastic fantastic it is the uh doug hall joins us today here in our broadcast now um so give us a little bit more details here on this Oh, we lost him okay well if he calls back we'll get him on if he doesn't we will not so uh i guess we could roll some commercials And wait on him to give us a holla, holla, holla. Uh, I'm going to give him a couple seconds here to just redial the phone. And, uh. So. And there he is. We got cut off, my friend. I apologize for that. Sorry about that. No, no that. problem. No problem. Now, uh, go ahead and pick up where you left off there, my man.
3: Yes. Yeah, so so I, I had learned to apply systems. So I started out, and I worked at Procter & Gamble for 10 years in marketing. And I was given the assignment that they said, you know, we, we don't innovate very fast, and we're pretty slow. And so I was given free reign to invent a new way to invent. About as cool a job as you can get. And sure enough, I applied system thinking to innovation, and I shipped nine new products in 12 months with a team of three, um, which is considered something of a record. And so from there, I said, wow, this is pretty neat. And so I started my own company called Eureka Ranch and went on to do all kinds of crazy stuff on TV shows. I've written this, is my seventh book right now, Driving Eureka. And But then I got, about 10 years ago, I got really frustrated, because I realized I was inventing ideas, but they were never happening. I mean, you know how that's like? You got a great idea, and you start in it, and your organization starts, and it just dies.
2: Yes. Yes. It
3: it happens all the time. (laughs) You know? And it's like, for Christ's sakes, why why don't I even bother? You know? Because we can't get anything done. And so I said, there's got to be a better way. So about... Ten years ago, I I went to the, on campus, I started to teach on campus, and I got a bunch of universities together, and I said, hey, professors, can you help me with this thing? And so we started this inane research study. I mean, yeah. <laughs> ridiculous. 35,000 people, $17 billion worth of ideas. I mean, the most ridiculous thing ever. Looking at, from idea to market, what are the problems? And sure enough, We started to find things, and we started to run experiments, and sure enough, we created this new field of academic study. It's literally a discipline. They teach it, and they get degrees in it on campuses, called innovation engineering, which is applied innovation, and it's about increasing speed and decreasing risk. In fact, we increase speed up to a factor of six, so it's like 600% faster, and decrease risk by up to 80%. Wow. And so I wrote a book on it, and and... And so this is about, I'm, on, I'm kind of a crazy maniac on a mission to enable everybody to innovate so the people that have great ideas stop getting pissed off about the fact that the bosses are stupid and they can't get it done, but we enable everybody to start innovating right now.
2: <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> now, uh, this this book, incredibly well written, you've put a lot of time and effort into this. Talk to me a little bit about the writing process for the book. Well, this is my
3: this is my seventh book, and this one was actually harder because the research was learning so fast. We were learning new ways of doing things, um, faster ways to organize teams, faster ways to do project management, that I would get a chapter written and then somebody would make a discovery in the innovation engineering community and I have to go back and keep writing the chapters. And finally, my publisher said, enough already, okay? Six years is long enough. I'll put out a second edition, but you'll send the book to Mark. Because just it's a, it's making innovation a science instead of an art is a whole mind warp, you know. Because it's usually about creative gurus, um, as opposed to empowering the people.
2: We've got a, a great guest with us today. Douglas Hall joins us here in a broadcast. Now, um, what's been some of the different feedback you've gotten on the uh, on the book so far?
3: Well, the, cr- the crazy thing is, I tell in the book the story of an example of us using this because I believe, you know, I hate people... I mean, I'm an engineer, okay? So, you know, I'm into, like, the practical and doing stuff. Yes. And people that preach but don't practice, which is a lot of those foo-foo people, that drives me crazy. (laughs) So I believe that you got to do what you say. Yes. So I have a company that we create different things and I created this little company making whiskey, craft whiskey, only... Instead of making it the normal way, putting it in barrels for 18 years or 12 years, we'd use time compression, and we make it in 40 minutes. Wow. <laughs> and,
2: Holy and smokes. So the
3: conversations about the book is I opened the book by talking about Braindrew Custom Whiskey, which enables everybody to have their own whiskey. And everybody, all I want is... I got all this great science on innovation, and all I want to talk about is how we used it to make whiskey really fast. And what's going on in partnership with the McAllen. All of this great work in my life. And people say, are you going to be known as a whiskey maker? I said, I hope. <laughs> well,
0: and
2: that—that—that that, that is the thing. There's a lot of folks that that is their... Uh, for whatever reason, it's drinking, drinking, drinking. Everybody loves drinking, so... uh I'm not shocked. You
3: know, to make world-class whiskey that the everyday man can get for $35, a double gold medal product that wins 3-1 to against really expensive ones, that's pretty cool. Yes. And it's testimony to what the Driving Eureka book's about it, because we use exactly what's in the book. That's how we did it. That's how we did it.
2: We've got a, a great guest with us today. He joins us live here in our broadcast. Doug Hall joins us coast-to-coast border-to-border, coast and, border to border, and uh, he has got a fantastic, fantastic book, Driving Eureka, and he joins us today here on our big broadcast. And um, this this book is absolutely amazing. Talk to us a little bit about why so many businesses are missing the mark on innovation, my man.
3: Well, it's uh, they don't know how to do it. They don't have a system for it. they got a system for collecting money. they got a system for finance. they got a system for all kinds of things. But leadership thinks that they can outsource the ideas. Or, or the typical approach is, well, let's try everything we can. Let's cost cut and do everything. And if none of that works, then I guess we'll try to do something different. <laughs> well, the fact of the matter is if you're not unique, you better be cheap. And leadership has to decide you got to put yourself out of business. What's your next generation? What's your next idea? world's changing and you, it, there's a life cycle. You go up, you go down, you die. Innovation allows you to restart it. And so it starts with leadership having to do it and and get engaged with learning how to do it. You yes. just got to learn. You weren't taught. No harm, no foul. But there's systems now. You don't have to be a guru to do this. You can lead this. You can make this happen.
2: We've got Douglas Hall with us today. He's an inventor, researcher, educator, craft whiskey maker. He's the founder of Eureka Ranch Innovation Engineering Institute and Brain Brew Custom Whiskey. He's been named one of America's top innovation experts by Inc. Magazine, Wall Street Journal, Dateline NBC, among others. Now, what does innovation engineering do to create a culture of innovation in an organization?
3: Well, it starts by educating the people and enabling employees, rather than go for the big kahuna, get them working smarter in their sphere of influence, in what they have to do. Because what we find is, sometimes people go in and they try to boil the ocean and do the whole thing. But first off, get your people, instead of bitching, yeah. teach them how to work smarter in whatever their job is. I don't care if they're at the front office, at the front desk, or if they're in engineering or sales, whatever it is. How can they start working faster, everybody innovating every day? And we yes. start to get that into the people, because you have to change the people before you change the culture. And so this book, what's different about it, and we've got a video workbook, we've got all kinds of permutations on it, but this one talks to everybody from the executive suite down they can start working smarter. It's as simple as that. They don't have to create the next iPod or iPhone. I don't. That's not what I'm talking about. You'll get there. Start by making a difference. So here we are at the new year. Great time to stop complaining about the same thing you've been annoyed with for 20 frickin' years. Let's do something. <laughs>
2: that's awesome. It is Doug Hall. He joins us today here in our broadcast. This book, incredibly well-written. You've put a lot of time and effort into this. Tell me about some of the different feedback you've gotten on the book, either uh, before the book was released or even after.
3: Well, it's been interesting. People have been surprised. They've been surprised in the fact that it is so practical and step-by-step. I mean, I literally break down... Based on data, and I provide the supporting data, how to create ideas, how to use stimulus and diversity and drive out fear, how to communicate, customer, problem, promise, proof, how to make ideas real using plan, do, study, act, fail, fast, strategy? in other words, it's very how-to, where usually books like this are about theory, but they're not practical, but being an engineer, I make sure this is very user-friendly. You can start it right now. Yes. You, you can make a difference.
2: Fantastic. They have
3: complained, though. I've had one complaint.
2: Okay, what was the complaint?
3: <laughs> the complaint was it's a slow read. They, they said, I find myself, I read a page, and I, have to, and I start thinking about it. and I start, like, even, I start thinking about my business, and I realize, oh, damn, that's what I'm doing wrong. That's what I'm doing wrong. And one guy brought me the book, and the first half of it, it's like almost every single page was turned down. He says, finally, I just stopped, and I just said, I guess I just have to keep reading it over and over again.
2: That's <laughs> awesome.
3: Says, it's very nutrient-dense. My, my publisher was big on me. He said, I'm going to really challenge you on your seventh book. I want you to, and I, I'm, you know, my book, Chumstarts Your Business Brain, is named one of the 100 best business books of all time. Okay. so. And and an epic work. And he says, I want you to write this one, and I want you to cut 40% of the words out. I want it to be one of the smallest books you've done, but I still want you to say it. So I want you to take out the puff, and I want you to give me factual stuff in it. And man, writing it shorter is actually significantly harder than writing it long. And uh, so that was kind of an interesting challenge for me.
2: That's awesome. That's awesome. So uh, how how do you think you did
3: I think I'm really proud of this one. You know, sometimes the books come out, and, and I've had some, which I won't mention those, that after they come out, I go, what was I thinking?
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I've never had an author say that before. That's fantastic. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I,
0: said it. I said
3: it. I said, oh, man, that was really stupid. Why did I do that? I wrote one, you know, Meaningful Marketing. It got all these critical acclaim. Oh, all oh, the bullshit the professors the academics the marketing research society thought it was a brilliant book and, and nobody bought it because it was terribly boring
2: that's awesome
3: but this is a book though that i found myself over the holidays uh, I, I even had some in, uh, in the back seat of my car and i was just giving it to random people because i'm so damn proud of it this is by far the best business book i've ever written and and may ever write it. It really, it was worth the six years it took to write it. It really was. Part of it is because there's so much
0: news in here. You
3: know, you read books, and my books, because they're database, my stuff gets cited in gazillions of books. There's probably 50 books on creativity and innovation that have, they either cite my name or they just steal stuff. And, and <laughs> or they so steal stuff. I do stuff. work.
2: That's and, fantastic. And so this
3: one is one of those that's going to be used. I mean, this one's going to be, you're going to see it in a lot of other books. I think it's time for
2: Good stuff. Well, uh, before we let you go, my friend, how do people get a hold of you on social media, websites, pick up the books, all that?
3: Well, I mean, the Eureka Ranch has a website. Eureka Ranch, that's our, our main business. But as a special bonus to those listening, um, let's give them something free. That's always a good thing to do.
2: Yes. Yes. Um,
3: and so I've got I recorded a ten hour audio book. You can listen to that if you can't sleep. That's that's a trip recording those. Um, but I also recorded a one hour audio summary. And I've got that up and you can get it free if you go to Doug Hall D O U G H A L L dot com slash V I P. So Hall, dot com slash V I P. Sign in there, you can get my newsletter, and you can get the audio. And I've also got this really cool success prescription. It's no stress. It's all positive. The answers some questions will benchmark you against hundreds of thousands of others and give you advice on how you can become more creative right now. And it, it's free. It's free. Just go to duckhall.com slash VIP.
2: Fantastic. Well, uh, I appreciate you making time for us today. Thanks for coming on, and we will definitely talk to you soon. Thank you, my friend. Have yourself a, a wonderful, wonderful New Year's week. Thank you. Appreciate it, my Thank friend. You. Thank there he you goes. So Doug Hall with us today. We are going to take a brief time out. Check out DougHall.com for more information. And uh, he is pretty amazing. Check out his website, DougHall.com. And we are going to take a brief time out. And when we come back, we have got more coming up. Thanks for joining us. It is the world famous. Jiggy Jaguar Radio were you Got an incredible new marketing partner with us today at Transmedia Worldwide. Dried Zero, the dash cam with a share button. A dash cam with cloud sharing and a gorgeous discreet look. Make the roads a safer place. Over there at dot com. It's absolutely amazing. Check out Dried Zero. It's a dash cam with cloud sharing and a gorgeous discreet look. Make the roads a safer place. Help them get to that goal. Give them some of your hard-earned money today. They've started Dried to save people from dying the roads by building this project I could save at least one person it was definitely worth the effort it's super high resolution dash cam smart and slim you can share it to all the social media it is an amazing amazing product see the full picture by going to k-i-c-k-s-t-a-r-d-e-r dot com give them some of your hard and money today search d-r-i-d-e HighHook.Org. The feature is our new HighHook Tuna Dry Fit shirt. Stay cool, light, comfortable in this long sleeve shirt with SPF 30 plus protection. Check out HighHook.Org. Established in 2018, HighHook is for everyone with a passion for fishing, whether offshore bending the rods of tuna, mahi mahi, or marlin, or plying the fresh water for bass, walleye, and crappie. We understand you love the spot. It's about your desire to be the next high hook. We realize that our plants waters are our playground and ask that you share our respect for them and the creatures that inhabit them. We urge all of you fishermen, lady anglers, boaters, divers, surfers and anyone that shares our love of the water, please join our high hook community. You can do that at highhook.org. An incredible new marketing partner at Transmedia Worldwide, MyAddictToMyAngel.com. MyAddictToMyAngel.com. It's dot lcom For every accessory shift, a portion of the proceeds will be donated towards overdose awareness in honor of Brady's memory. He's an amazing individual. He was fighting, and he was helping Everyone out there in the world. We lost him to drug overdose in 2016, a week after his 24th birthday. He was attending state meetings about changing the law to where you could get a court order to have someone committed and treated involuntarily for substance abuse. When we feel they are in grave danger, we just saw how many families the disease is affecting and wanted to do what we could do to help. Check out M-Y-A-D-D-I-C-T-T. O M Y A N G E L dot com Pillow dot com also offers free home exchange or home swap services among the hosts. Visit their website today and grab a free membership at no cost. Pillowscanner.com, W. pillowscanner dot com. That's pillowscanner.com, P I L L O W S C A N N E R dot com. PillowScatter.com.
4: This is Jason Roberts with the Wealth Investors Minute. Want to know how to turn $25,000 into $2 million? Save $25,000 by the time you're 30. Find an expert rehabber to partner with and turn that $25,000 into an annual income of $20,000 by rehabbing houses. And yes, it can be done. Every year, take that 20000 and buy a rental property with a 75% loan. Go hire a property manager to deal with all the headaches. Do that every year until you're 45. Then focus on paying down all that mortgage debt up until the time you're 65. At 65, you should have 15 rental properties producing anywhere from fifteen to 20000 a month in rental income. And the best part, you created a $2 million nest egg, and every bit of it came from the 25000 you saved as a young adult sell the houses as you need to or live comfortably off the $200,000 a year in income. It really is that simple if you develop a plan and stick to it. This is Jason Roberts with the Wealth Investors Minute. I, I didn't know that. you were but
2: I didn't know that you were a wordsmith.
1: Call Jiggy right now. 267-22 Jiggy.
4: Hey, Jiggy, what's happening,
2: man? <laughs> you want to be that uh, David Bowie song. Jiggy play guitar. Oh, Jeff. It's a great name, man. Thanks so much for having me on the show. I'm, I'm Mike Massey. and uh, you, know, you can catch me on Jiggy Jag TV and uh, see a few of my trick shots there. Thank you very much. Jiggy Jaguar. I never knew what
3: freedom was until I saw you lose yours.
2: Well, 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 it is the world famous Jiggy Jaguar radio broadcast. We are ghost to ghost. We are born in the boulder. we are tuning in iTunes, Radio Loyalty, Talk America Live on the weekends, and of course, The Mix on Tuesdays, Sunday radio broadcast each and every week as well, find us each and every day, 2 Central, 3 Eastern, 12 Pacific, 1 p.m. Mountain Standard and 24-7 at JiggyJaguar.com, find us on the podcast sites as well, Talk Shoe, iTunes among others. And 50-plus AM FM stations across the country and around the world. iHeartRadio as well. Download the iHeartRadio app right now and listen to us live. Also, we have our own app. It is JiggyJaguar.us. And also JiggyJaguar.com. Find us in the app stores as well. Great guests coming up in this broadcast. Great regulars as well. Before we do that... Let's tell you about one of our fantastic new marketing partners in 2019. You've heard of these anonymous gifts for your enemies. But what about for your friends and enemies? CustomGiftWrapping.com has what you need, 100% anonymous with unlimited customization of what you want. What your gift? Welded, shut in a steel box? They can do that. Custom owners are encouraged. We strive to make every customer's gift idea a reality. Check out customgiftwrapping.com. That's customgiftwrapping.com. And for the people in the cheap seats in the back, customgiftwrapping.com. C u s t C-U-S-T-O-M-G-I-F-T- o m g i f t W R A P P I N G dot com. And tell them, you heard about it here. Transmania worldwide. All is now being recorded. We are back here with Tom Corbett, and uh, he joins live on our program. And, uh, Tom, uh, give me a little bit on your background, my friend, and tell us a little bit about yourself. All right.
1: I spend most of my, uh, professional life at the University of Wisconsin in Madison, where uh, I taught social policy and helped run an institute called the Institute, the Research Institute, called the Institute for Research on Poverty, uh, which uh, has been the only uh, uh, such institute to receive uh, support from the federal government to look at poverty and welfare reform and things like that for the last 50 years, so I was very fortunate. I mean, it at least really fit well with my interests and aspirations. And since I've been Tom. retired...
2: Yes, yes, go ahead, Tom, go ahead, my
1: friend. Okay, and since I've, I've been retired, uh, I have been uh, writing both uh, sort of some policy books as well as memoirs and fictional works, so I've, I've been keeping myself very busy. Well,
2: tell us about your latest project here, my friend
1: well uh essentially what i've done is i took two early memoirs Uh, they, they were called ouch now i remember and browsing through my candy store and i've redone them and updated them and made them more current and they are part of a trilogy third part will be coming out soon and i call that call this trilogy the confessions trilogy you know Uh, so the first, uh, the first book is Confessions of a Clueless Rebel, uh, which is sort of the story of my growing up after World War II, uh, where, and I grew up in a urban, ethnic, working class, conservative family and how I, uh, sort of broke out of my early mold to enhance both my worldview and my ambitions. Uh, uh, to become uh, both the academic and policy uh, guru that I became later in life. But it's a very funny and humorous book about, uh, uh, about my growing up in the 40s, 50s, and 60s. And uh, if you can't laugh at this one, you can't laugh at anything. Because uh, I stumble through life, for sure. Uh, the second of the Confessions trilogy is... Confessions of a Wayward Academic. And uh, this book really recounts my career as what I call a policy want or policy guru. And I worked on almost all the major social issues of non-poverty and welfare reform over the last few decades uh, uh, of last few decades. Uh, in which it was a very contentious period. If, you re, if people are old enough, your audience is old enough, they might remember the battles we had over, over what to do about welfare and the poor uh, in the 80s and 90s and into this, into this century. And I was in the midst of it. I was in the middle of it. And so this uh, recounts uh, all those battles from the point of view of being in the trenches and really working on these things. And uh, again, it's written. You know that may sound boring, but again, it's written in the same very witty, numerous style, very accessible to almost almost any uh, any audience. So that's the, those are the first two, and those are the ones that are out and, and published already. And then I'm uh, a third one will come out. The, the, the final of the confession trilogy uh, will come out later this year, and it'll be Confessions of an Accidental Scholar. And that one is a bit more dense and a little more. Uh, academic, but uh, these first two are accessible to anybody.
2: Well, what do you want readers to take away from your writing?
1: Well, I, I want to, uh, I, love, I love, it depends on who the reader is, uh, but if it's uh, if it's young people who are interested, who might be interested in, in a career in this area or young students and so on and so forth, I'd like to communicate that uh, doing p- uh, policy work is not only important, to do it well, and, and by policy, I'm talking about something different than politics, which can be awful. Uh, but doing a policy can, uh, and doing it well can, can not uh, only be a challenge, but it can be a lot of fun. So I, I try to communicate the joy of doing it, even though it's very frustrating and, you know, you experience very few real successes. Uh, it's also extremely challenging. And in my career, I got to work with the best and the brightest, uh, uh, from academia, think tanks, uh foundations, uh, evaluation firm. So it was a constant uh sort of intellectual you know uh, challenge for me and I've worked with a lot of policy people at the ground level. Not only not only uh policy people in Washington DC but in state capitals and at the and and in agencies that actually delivered uh human services to people in the so I, I start at all levels and I bring that eclectic view into my books and I tell it, I hope, and I think I succeed in this in a very engaging and, and witty, uh, manner. So I just hope that people, when they, uh, when they finish both books, um, uh, but, you know, particularly, uh, Confessions of a Wayward uh, Academic, that they say, gee, that's, you know, that that's worth that's worthwhile doing that, that that's stuff that we we got to be focusing focusing more on and particularly young people as they try to make decisions about their lives i taught at the university of wisconsin i taught social policy to graduate to second year graduate students also undergrads but second year graduate students who were trying to decide you know who are going to go in that in that direction and uh I, I enjoyed launching them off on their careers, and I thought that this book would be a good sort of summary of some of the lessons that I that I tried to communicate to them. Uh, but if you just want to, you know, if you just want to go back in time and relive uh, what it was like back in the 50s and 60s, and you know, maybe even the 70s, uh, "Confessions of a Clueless Rebel" would be the book for you because it uh, brings you back. To those times when we dive under desks in our grammar schools because the Russians were going to drop a nuclear bomb on us any day now, and uh, you know, and all the and all the things that we did as raucous young kids uh, who were uh, rotting the neighborhood, causing all kinds of mischief. It was a different era, a different different culture, and I try to recapture those o- old days as well as tell us how uh, tell the people or inform people how. I went from really a clueless kid, and I really was totally clueless and, and not that academically promising, to someone who wound up at a major uh, university and as a kind of a top-flight policy guy. So it's a, it's a story of transformation, growing up, breaking out of one's culture, and becoming a, a new person, in, in effect, as an adult.
2: We've got Tom Corbett with us today. He joins us live here in our broadcast, 50-plus AM FM stations across the Bruton Plain. Also, iHeartRadio and our brand-new Jiggy Jaguar app available in the App Store. We'll go to dot U-S. Tom, uh, tell us about the writing process for these books.
1: The... um all my, all, my, all, my, all my books both, both, the, both the memoirs and the um, fictional and my I should plug the, the fictional books as well I've two fictional works one's uh, one's called palpable passions and the other one is called tenuous tendrils uh, uh, they they all um, have a, a somewhat similar process uh, I Never, I mean, although there's there's slight difference between the the fictional and the the memoirs. I usually at at night when I'm sort of drifting off, I think about where I am in the in the in the narrative, and then I think about where I want to go, what's what's next, and it's it's almost like freeing up my mind and letting things flow, flow in, and then thinking about uh, different options for proceeding, uh, things to say and sometimes discarding some, trying others in my head, and then desperately hoping that I can remember what I was thinking the next morning. Um, and uh, oftentimes I'll just uh, jump out of bed and almost kind of rush, well, take the dog out for it. But after that, I rush to the computer and begin to uh, to, to try to write before I forget everything. Uh, and uh it's it's amazing how relatively easy it comes to me i mean it doesn't writing first drafts uh, you know people talk about writer's block they talk about you know struggling to get things down on paper that's never been a, a problem for me uh, even when i was writing academic papers and books what i was known for among my colleagues is A very good expressive style so uh, but i still what i find so even after i get it out and the first draft out it usually takes quite a an equal amount of time after that to refine it and uh to get it into the shape that i'm happy with and i'm probably my own um worst critic uh but i've been very happy so far not only with the professional reviews and the Amazon reader reviews, but just people who have read my works and they will come up and, uh, just gush, you know, over how much they enjoyed them. And that's, that's where the satisfaction comes from. It's from touching people with what I guess is a, a one, the one gift, one gift that I do have, which is the ability to, um, create Images and, and stories, uh, through, through words. And I'm grateful. I'm grateful for that and I'm grateful that I have the time now, which I did not have when I was an active academic and policy person to, uh, to write all these things that have been kind of in the back of my mind.
2: Tom Corbett with us today joins us live here on a program on iHeartRadio. Check out the iHeartRadio app for more information. Also dot 247com That's AMF247.com. Now Tom, uh what are some of your expectations for these uh these books in the trilogy?
1: Whoa. Uh, <laughs> I have to a, i I hope that a few people read them. I know that um they probably, uh, at least wayward academic and possibly, uh, accidental scholar, uh, might find, uh, their ways into a few, um, courses, classes, uh, be used, at least, at least chapters will be used. Uh, yeah, but, uh, you know, my expectations are, I, I do the running for me. It's not, it's not to make money and it's not to, um, achieve fame. Um, I mean, I, had my good career and you know I'm comfortable economically. So all that's fine. Um, it's uh, but I think I have things that are that are worth reading and that I found worth saying. And um, I just hope that people find these works and uh, and I can they can I can share my insights with them. And that's also a very modest uh, very modest goals in the. And the real satisfaction, as I as I said, you know, I get some satisfaction from people who come back to me and tell me how much they enjoyed uh, my writing and my books. Uh, but uh, the real satisfaction uh, does co- come ultimately from the act of writing itself, of putting. Of, yeah, you know, when I was a, when I was a student, like a thousand years ago, I remember one professor saying, "You really don't know anything." something until you explain it to others so this is sort of like the end of end of my career explaining what i've learned and what i've absorbed and and, you know to, to other people so that maybe i finally understand uh exactly what i have learned over the course of of a long career and so i so it's really something that that just in the very doing of it, that brings me a great deal
2: of, of pleasure. We've got Tom Corbett with us today. He joins us live here in our program. He is a fantastic, fantastic author. Before we let you go, my friend, uh, where can we find the books online? Where can we find you? Do you have a website? All that information.
1: Okay. Well, you can find them uh at uh, an amazon.com and barnesandnoble.com those are the two places best places to go and check out uh the website is Tom corbett is c-o-r-b-e-t-t two t's dot com so uh, booksbytomcorbett.com and that will have all my recent books it doesn't have the earliest stuff, the academic works and, uh, you know, but it has all, it has my, you list all my recent books out.
2: Fantastic. Well, I appreciate you making time for us today. Thanks for coming on iHeartRadio and uh, have yourself a blessed weekend, my friend. Okay. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, Tom. Appreciate it, my friend. The musicians that played with Garth Brooks' Notre Dame Stadium concert, the first artist to ever perform there, that aired on CBS December second, 2018, in the USA, has also released brand new music, as these musicians have truly great talent. Hear them on Musicians of the Stars Music Playlist on Spotify. Again, that's Musicians of the Stars Music Playlist on Spotify. Go over and support the great heartbeat. It's a love movement in action. They're creating a movie called The Great Heartbeat at kickstarter.com slash profile slash unconditional dash love. We've got an incredible new marketing partner with us today at Transmedia Worldwide, Dried Zero, the dash cam with the share button, a dash cam with cloud sharing, and a gorgeous discreet look. Make the roads a safer place over there at dot com. It's absolutely amazing. Check out Dried Zero. It's a dash cam with cloud sharing and a gorgeous discreet look. Make the roads a safer place. Help them get to that goal. Give them some of your hard-earned money today. They've started Dried to save people from dying on the roads by building this project I could save at least one person it was definitely worth the effort it's super high resolution dash cam smart and slim you can share it to all the social media it is an amazing amazing product see the full picture by going to k-i-c-k-s-t-a-r-d-e-r dot com give them some of your hot and money today search d-r-i-d-e highhook.org. The feature is our new High Hook Tuna Dry Fit Shirt. Stay cool, light, comfortable in this long sleeve shirt with SPF 30-plus protection. Check out highhook.org. Established in 2018, High Hook is for everyone with a passion for fishing, whether offshore bending the rods of tuna, mahi-mahi, or marlin, or plying the fresh water for bass, walleye, and crappie. We understand you love of the spot. It's about your desire to be the next high hook. We realize that our plants' waters are our playground. And as that you share our respect for them and the creatures that inhabit them, we urge all of you fishermen, lady anglers, boaters, divers, servers, and anyone that shares our love of water, please join our High Hook community. You can do that at highhook.org. Back to the Chiggy Jaguar Show on the network. Well, it would actually help if I did the uh, did the radio broadcast here today. <laughs> Welcome back to our world-famous Chiggy Jaguar radio broadcast. We are coast-to-coast. We are border to border on AMFM247.com. Tune in. Of course, find us. JiggyJaguar.com, 50-plus AM FM stations across the country and around the world, iHeartRadio as well, build your own and enjoy, Talk America Live, of course, The Mix on Tuesdays, making it happen in 2019, good stuff, check out JiggyJaguar.com for videos, audio, articles, everything, we've got it all over there J-I-G-G-Y, J-G-U-A-R. Do it good. Get a hold of us online, and that is where you can find us. Eclipse Music is a brand new marketing partner with us today at Transmedia Worldwide. Let's talk a little bit about these folks. Eclipse Music, their website, eclipsemusic.co.uk. Eclipse Music is a new artist promotion platform where upcoming musicians can build a profile to get their music heard. If you've been playing for 20 years or even just starting out, you can start with us today, completely free of charge. Get your music heard today at EclipseMusic.co.uk. We'll spell it for you. E-C-L-I-P-S-E-M-U-S-I-C.co.uk. Check it out today and tell them you heard about it here, Transmedia Worldwide. Check it out today, it's eclipsemusic.co.uk. Hell of a deal. Get a hold of us online, jiggyjaguar.com. Jesus, hell of a deal. I wasn't going to do that on the air, so... You just turn the mic down. That's just how that works here. Eclipse music. i got to get paid, so. we got to send them their file, as they say. As they say, tell them, tell them, tell them, tell them. Oh, tell them. You better tell them when you tell them. Because if you don't tell them, and I've got to tell them, they're going to get told about it. They're going to get told about it. They will. They'll they'll obviously get told about it. So that's just the way that thing goes. And uh, we are going to do that and uh, make it happen. So this radio loyalty thing, the thing is kind of kind of just sprung up on me. I was like, what happened to our uh, streaming? Why is it gone? Why is our free streaming platform gone? Because I'm too cheap of an ass to pay for streaming. Why is that gone? What happened? What happened? Well, apparently, they just went out of business. What? It's that simple. It just went belly up. Gone, as they say. Dead to the world, my friends. Dead to the frickin' world. Wow. Hell of a deal. But, uh, stuff happens, man. Just the way it is. Just the way it is. Get a hold of us online, jiggyjaguar.us. And uh, you can stream the show live. You can get us 24 7. You can get all that stiff, as they say. All that fun, 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 fun stiff. It's just the best way to do it. We are going to do a musical showcase here, real quick. And i uh, got to get the music, and i got to get all the crap, and i got to get all the nonsense. I gotta send some files, and it's just always a circus here. Because you gotta send the files to the other computer. And once the files are sent over there, then you can do all sorts of crap. We've got a great musical showcase for you today. The new artist is Shaylin, on the rise with her new disco funk, Trap Record. Cool Like You! It's not what you expected. It's a lot better than you would expect. She covers more than just one genre. Make sure you go follow her on Instagram at the only black theonlyblackshalen and listen to Cool Like You on SoundCloud at soundcloud.com slash Mike slash cool-like-you or just go to soundcloud.com, do a search for it, and uh, you will find Cool Like You. So, here we go. It's cool like you. And it's here. On our big broadcast, coast to coast and boda to boda. It's TuneIn. It's iTunes. It's Radio Loyalty. Maybe it's Radio Loyalty. Maybe not Radio Loyalty anymore, for what I heard today. The new artist Shaylin is on the rise. And as we mentioned, her new disco, funk, trap record, Cool Like You. And here it is right now.
0: When the time don't feel right Diamonds on the makeup drip nice. She's a piece of her thoughts, thought She ain't been baptized oh. She in love with the face, She wanna be gay Do anything just to mention her name That's the power play, It brings so much pain She's searching for something That can't be obtained On the road She don't even see lights She don't go She can't even see right And be slow She about to take flight She thinks she's ready for the world But not quite Cause I want to attend She a perfect 10 She'll never lose herself And want to again Meet myself and God with the perfect friend And she ready for the world that's throw me
2: Is pretty amazing. The new artist Shaylin is on the rise with a brand new disco funk trap record, Cool Like You. It's not What You Expected. It's a lot better than what you expected. She covers more than just one genre. You just heard it. Make sure to go follow her on Instagram, the only black Shaylen, and listen to Cool Like You on SoundCloud. That's our musical showcase. We've got more coming up on our big program. An incredible new marketing partner at Transmedia Worldwide, myaddicttomyangel.com, myaddicttomyangel.com. It's M-Y-A-D-D-I-C-T-T-O-M-Y-A-N-G-E-L.com. For every accessory shipped, a portion of the proceeds will be donated towards overdose awareness in honor of Brady's memory. He's an amazing individual. He was fighting, and he was helping. Everyone out there in the world, we lost him to drug overdose in 2016. A week after his 24th birthday, he was attending state meetings about changing the law to where you could get a court order to have someone committed and treated involuntarily for substance abusive. When we feel they are in grave danger, we just saw how many families the disease is affecting, and wanted to do what we could do to help. Check out myaddictt. O-M-Y-A-N-G-E-L dot com. Pillowscanner.com also offers free home exchange or home swap services among the hosts. Visit their website today and grab a free membership at no cost. Pillowscanner.com, www.pillowscanner.com. That's Pillowscanner.com, P-I-L-L-O-W-S-C-A-N-N-E-R dot com. Pillowscatter.com Go over and support The Great Heartbeat. It's a love movement in action. They're creating a movie called The Great Heartbeat at Kickstarter.com slash profile slash unconditional dash love. The musicians that played with Garth Brooks' Notre Dame Stadium concert, the first artist to ever perform there, that aired on CBS December 2nd, 2018, in the USA, has also released brand new music, as these musicians have truly great talent. Hear them on Musicians of the Stars Music Playlist on Spotify. Again, that's Musicians of the Stars Music Playlist on Spotify. That about wraps it up here for our big broadcast. Thanks for joining us, and we will see you next time here